Switch to incognito mode before listening. We understand. We're the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. How's everybody doing? Yeah. Going incognitus. So, you guys just can't stay out of trouble. No. You guys made it to the room in Roslar's tomb that this all started in. You guys are in the room that you woke up in, in the coffins, episode one, book one. And you didn't know what you were going to find there, but you were all sure that it'd be important. And there's really not anything significant in here. Like, you found some magic items. And we found a trap. And, and yeah, one of the coffins was trapped. But, yeah, like... You, you guys, like, maybe thought that you'd, like, find your own corpses or at least, like, a clue as to what happened, why you woke up in this room, albeit on, in the boneyard, but there's just nothing for you except a fuck ton of sonic damage and who's deaf now? You got Rogyar, Vipera. And- Vipera Easier to and- say who's, who isn't deaf. I think the griffin is deaf. Yep. The Griffin's deaf. Yep. I'm not deaf. There's I'm a Randolph. third one of you. Is it the Phantom? No, oh, maybe. Maybe. So you guys have been kind of like bumbling around this room, shouting at each other over your deafness, and you, you kind of uh, you, you woke up the neighbors, and so these two uh, horrible tentacle people and their pet demonic Pac-Mans. <laughs> They claim to have been drawn to this area due to the the mass death that has become the the site of Roslar's coffer. Why doesn't everybody give me two knowledge planes checks? Oh, Randolph actually knows a thing or two. Oh, nine and a seventeen. A twenty and a six. So Utrid and Vipira. You both recognize the the uh, the bipedal creatures, the ones in the robes with the the tentacles just wriggling out from uh, the, their sleeves as venadamons. Demons, oh fuck! The venadamons represent the concept of death by magic, while among uh, the weaker of the cast of demons, they possess a a strong aptitude for spellcraft and given enough time, luck, or sponsorship by more powerful fiends may rise to much higher levels of arcane mastery and personal power. And then Utrid and Randolph recognize the smaller creatures as Keiko Daemons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the least of daemon kind, Keiko Daemons spawned from eddies of anger, violent and demented souls amid the mists of Abaddon. Uh, so... Utrid can ask one question about Venadamons. Vipera can ask two. Randolph can ask two questions about Keiko Damons, and Utrid can ask one. Well, I'm going to go first, and I'd like to know any energy resists for both, with my one question each. Sure. You know that they have energy resistance for cold, electricity, and fire. Uh, Venadamons, that is. And Keiko Damons are the same. So, what, that's fucking everything but acid? Acid and Sonic, yes. I don't think I can do either of those on my sword. I don't think you can either. Okay. Uh, 
Randolph Vipera. Questions? So for my one question about the little guys, I'll go HP. I'm going to say 24 lower. Nice. That's what I like to hear. This is a job for Rogyar. <laughs> Maybe if he puts them all in one in one area, he can just kill them all in one shot. Okay, so Randolph, you have one more question about Keiko Damons. Vipira, you still have two about Vena Damons. Do they have any way to see invisibility? You know that they have a constant arcane sight spell on themselves, which you, the players, may remember... Uh, Scram had made permanent on himself, causing me all sorts of grief by the end of Skull and Shackles. <laughs> <laughs> it's payback. Yeah. Uh, so like they can they can see the magic auras, but they can't actually see like where Vipira is. Right. Correct. They see the five foot square. Yeah. And uh, yeah, let's do the HP game. Okay. Uh, fifty. Higher. Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> I was when really... you said fifty, I was like, "Yeah, that's a good guess because it's got to be lower than that." Higher! Oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, uh, Joe, you've got one question remaining about Keiko Damons. Oh, I do. Um, yeah. What do they like to eat? Let me try again. That was just a joke question. I've got some. Uh, I've got some flavor text for you. Oh, perfect! I'll take the flavor. Keiko Damons take pleasure in tormenting and taunting their victims. With those, vi- with those bitten and infected by their uniquely contagious bite, uh, able to hear them telepathically over any distance. Oh, that's that sucks. Oh, right. yeah. Th- those things got to fucking die then. I'm going to go with cool ability because it sounded like he just told me about um, a scary ability. So maybe well, he can either expound like, on that. Yeah, or... so, some kind of contagious bite. <laughs> yeah. What, what was that about? I've actually got like a cool ability slash mechanic tied to them eating, or I can tell you about their contagious bite. Nah, the eating one. That was my first instinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so you know about their soul lock ability. Once per day is a full round action, a Keiko Daemon can ingest the spirit of any sentient creature that has died within the last minute. This causes a soul gem to grow inside of the Keiko Daemon's gut, which it can regurgitate as a standard action. A soul gem is a fine-sized object, so like the size of, um, like a, I don't know, like a dagger. Mm-hmm. Um, fine-sized object with one hit point and hardness two. Destroying a soul gem frees the soul within, though it does not return the deceased creature to life. Uh, this is a death effect. Any attempt to resurrect a body whose soul is trapped in a soul gem requires a caster level check. Failure results in the spell having no effect. While success shatters the victim's soul gem and returns the creature to life as normal. If the soul gem rests in an unholy location such as that created by the spell Unhollow, the DC of this caster level check increases. So yeah, they, they like to eat souls. Yeah, I like how you're reading that, and you're like, no, 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 death effect, no, no, no. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> you better not kill Thelias twice. Oh, Seriously. <laughs> no, no, Thelias is staying, he's staying well in my conscious. He's only got one goddamn HP. So, and I get a bonus if he stays up in my brain. Okay, so, yeah, um, so you've, uh, you've had Thelias retreat into your consciousness? you goddamn right. <laughs> All right. Okay, so, uh, with that... I'd like some initiative rolls from everybody. Utrid. It'd be a seven with the minus four. Rogar. Uh, that's an eight. Vipira. Seventeen. And Randolph. Uh, twelve. Okay. Uh, well, 
Up first is the Venadamons. Of course it is. They're going to take advantage of everybody being uh, a bit unprepared, and uh, they each cast a spell on themselves. What spell? Uh, make a spellcraft check. Yes. 16, but we'll probably let Uchert handle this one. 16 and a 26 will both identify the spell that they each cast on themselves as mage armor. Okay. And uh, Keiko Daemons are next. Uh, so the blue Keiko Daemon is going to fly up and attack Uhtred. And the red Keiko Daemon is going to fly up and attack Rogyar, entering each PC's space in order to do so. Why did we give our frontliner the uh, ring of invisibility? <laughs> okay, Uhtred, does a 21 beat your flat-footed AC? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that beats it by a fair amount. Okay, you take two points of damage, and I need a fortitude save. Couldn't just leave it at two points of damage. You know I can't. 19. Okay, you feel okay? I feel okay, or I am okay? <laughs> you feel okay. You're like, you feel okay, but that's because it has an onset time of two <laughs> rounds. Don't look into it. Uh, Rogiar, 13 versus your flat-footed. Uh, that misses. Okay. It's now Yando's turn. So right now, Yando's got visibility on the two Keiko Daemons, but they've got cover against his shots, but he can make a full attack. Or he can move into a better position. They won't have cover, but only get one attack. He's going to full attack. Good choice so far. 30 to hit. Oh, jeez. And 23 to hit. So, yeah, two hits. All right, Yando. Oh, my God. Tell me he just took one of these out. Or better yet, tell me he took both of them out. Yeah, there you go. No. Ah. Yando lets two arrows fly, and they they look like like both arrows are just like boom, boom, like direct hits. The Keiko Damon doesn't look very bothered by those two hits, though. Seems like it's got some pretty good DR for what a ah. weak creature it is. Okay, uh, so Vipira, you're up. Um, Vipira moves into this little corner here and she is going to claw just fyi um the keiko daemon is in rogyar's space so you're not flanking but i am still getting the uh flat-footed bonus for um invisibility yes you could five foot step to either and get two attacks um I mean, that's still a good spot to be in for, you know, having cover against the Venodaemons, if that's what you want to do. But, so you move 10 feet, you can only do one claw, or you could have taken a five-foot step to either and do two claws. I would also like to get our glass cannon uh, out of trouble, so that way, uh, you know, he could take care of the big guys. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, that didn't really address Alex's question. (laughs) Oh, oh, to that, oh, uh, also the cover is nice as well. Okay, that yeah, that does make sense. Gets you out okay. of sight a bit. Go ahead, give us a claw. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> a natural one. Roll to confirm. <laughs> natural 20. What? Huzzah. God damn it, Vipera. Wow, that's <laughs> about right there. And the worst part is, since hit or not, that was an offensive action, and Vipera's invisibility breaks. Oh my god. Man, okay. Uh, Randolph, you're up. Great, super. 
So I have 17 hit points, and uh, the first thing I'm going to do here is uh, ectoplasm. I'm sorry, ectoplasmic manifestation to get my shield, and okay. that's a swift action, you say? Yeah, uh, I think so. Good, good. Because I'd still like to attack, and I can reach it from where I'm standing, right? Yeah. So I'll put on my shield. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to swing my scythe uh, at the one attacking Uhtred. And uh, it says like a swift action. Randolph does the bonded manifestation, and you would see like part of what you've come to know as like the ectoplasmic thalias. Maybe like a like a an arm with a shovel is like protruding out of his chest, like ready to ward off attacks. Oh, that is badass! Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen will hit. Nice. Nine damage, piercing or slashing. How fun! I would do slashing though. If I do, I get to choose. Yeah. Yeah, I'm slashing this thing with the scythe like it's a, you know, on the farm and it's a crop. Trying to cut it down, baby. Okay. You feel about half of that get absorbed. God it's damn DR. it. Forgot about the DR, even though we just went over it. Yeah. Uh, Rogiar, you're up. Okay. Rogiar is going to uh, five foot float backwards to get away from this thing a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we're going to blast it in the face uh, yeah I'll gather power to empower it cause I can why the hell not motherfucker oh my god so that's a natural <laughs> one but I'm gonna oh say god. a 26 probably doesn't confirm no 26 doesn't confirm so stupid Uhtred I think first thing I'm gonna do is have the griffin take a 5 foot step uh, towards Viperia and Rogyar to the west, okay. and then uh, have him take a full round on the blue little demon or little demon in front of me. He could have done that without five foot stepping. Yeah, I know, but I kind of want him to become a buffer between me and the two big ones, okay. so they don't have a straight shot to me. <laughs> he wants a Griffin yeah. shield. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm leaning towards the name Bucky for him. Oh, that's sweet. Nice. Oh. Well, Bucky is extremely low on health. Just a uh, just a quick reminder. All right, so here we go. Full attack. All right, bite's gonna miss. Two claws. One claw hits. One claw misses. All right, you're up, Uhtred. All right, I'm going to use an Arcana point and make my scimitar a plus one with the keen property. Okay. And then I'm going to use combat ex- expertise and take a swing at the blue daemon in front of me. Okay. Does uh, 14 hit? 14 does not hit. Venadaemons are back, and the blue Venadaemon is going to uh, extend its tentacles out toward Rogyar, and three magic missiles come soaring out and careen into Rogyar. Why you gotta be like that? <laughs> Causing 11 damage total. Ow. The red Venadaemon is gonna do the same thing to Uhtred. Uh, so Uhtred takes 10 points of damage from that. Okay, Keiko Daemons, the, the one that's been getting wailed on. Some of its wounds seem to close up a little bit. Oh my f- Jesus. And, uh, yeah, they're gonna, the blue one is gonna continue 
attacking Uhtred with its bite. 15 to hit. Red Keiko Damon is going to stay on Rogiar for now. Uh, so in entering Rogiar's space, that's going to provoke from Vipira. Jeez. 11. 11's not going to hit. Right, well. And that's going to be a 20 to hit Rogiar. Uh, that matches. You take three points of damage, and I need a fortitude save. It's a 26. Okay, 26 is enough to uh, feel okay. Okay, it is now Yando's turn. And, uh, man, Yando's going to, uh, you know what? I, I keep forgetting to do this for Yando. He's going to, he's going to full attack on the Keiko Damon again, but he's going to use deadly aim this time. Okay, I'm with it. Yeah, that's a hit. And another hit. Okay, that worked out very nicely. All right, uh, that was much better. Yando uh, lets two arrows fly. He sees that they uh, they didn't do much, and so on his next turn, he uh, he makes sure to put a lot more oomph into it at the sacrifice of a little bit of accuracy. But that seems like it uh, it was way better as, uh, in terms of biting through their dr. Okay, Vipira. Vipira is going to take a uh, five foot step up. North. Well, you can't five. Oh, you've got the slippers, so okay. Uh, a, a twenty-six to hit. Twenty-six hits. All right. Uh, for six damage, and then <laughs> a red nine to hit, which means a one. Great. Roll to confirm. Roll to confirm. Ugh. Twelve. A twelve is gonna confirm. So, Matt, we need a fumble card, please. Yep, let's take a look here. The natural weapon. Uh, Vipira has just made an awkward attack. She takes a minus two penalty to AC for 1d4 rounds. Oh, Vipira. Oh, that, that is so much better than it could have been. Yeah. Well, I rolled a four, so. <laughs> Worst possible version of that still very... Uh, reasonable as far easy. as crits go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Randolph. Okay. Um, so realizing that my scythe didn't uh, didn't come in at full effectiveness, um, Randolph is going to. I could power attack. It worked out pretty well for Yando. Well, he used uh, deadly aim, but it's ranged power attack. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ugh. I was going to heal myself. It feels like 17 damage someone could hit me with. 17 damage. I'm just going to get myself outside of what I think would knock me unconscious and the group, you know, dies. Sure. So yeah, I'll cast defensively and I'll cast... um, I don't have that many spells left, if I'm being honest, but I do have... You don't need to cast defensively. Oh, I don't? It's a tiny-sized creature. It can't reach you. Oh, perfect. Sweet. So uh, cure light wounds. Come on, big money. No, that's a whammy. Seven. Cool. So, I mean, that'll do it for me. I was hoping that would be more impactful so that I could have some confidence and start really swinging, but mm. I'll have to do that without the HP. Speaking of impactful, Rogiar, it's your turn. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> uh, all right. Rogiar is going to go ahead and, like, five-foot float back over like above Vipira and yeah then uh, rinse and repeat let's try and eliminate this goddamn thing that won't leave me alone Mm -hmm. gather power to empower 
and not a natural one this time. Okay, that's a 22 to hit. 22 will hit. Okay, and that is 39 magical bludgeoning damage. Yeah, you just like, you just like wipe, wipe it clean. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know, you kind of you know, start thinking like, how the fuck are we ever going to make it out of this one? And then, you know, that happens. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't celebrate too soon because these guys are not <laughs> the main attraction. Yeah, these things are not the threat. They're just the annoying thing we have to get rid of because they're pestering yeah, us. We're only a quarter <laughs> of the way through the task. Yep. Okay, Uhtred, you're up. I'm going to have the griffin take a uh, full round attack. Okay. Natural 20. Yes. Hey, yo, Bucky. Come on, Bucky. <laughs> confirm it. Natural 18. Let's uh, read that crit card. All right. Yeah. This is called Pinned Arm. Double damage, okay. and one arm cannot move. It's a decent... <laughs> it doesn't His have arms. arms. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still the double damage, at least, which is nice. All right. So let's see. That's 14. Okay. Uh, that bite crit was enough to take out the blue Keiko Damon. Yay! Wow. Good Damn. job, Bucky. Hooray! Yeah. Um, so Bucky still has a move action. <laughs> get in there, block the doorway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess uh, can she get to here? Yeah, totally. All right, Bucky'll uh, kind of shimmy his way through the hole in the wall there, and uh, mm -hmm. get right up in front of the the red. I forget what their names are. The big demon. The Vena demon. Vena demons. Okay, Bucky's tasted blood. He wants more. <laughs> Okay, how about Uhtred? Is this crazy? It might be crazy. Do it, do it, do it. You got a straight shot. Yeah, Uhtred's gonna charge at the blue Venadamon. All right, cool. And can, can I use combat expertise while I'm charging? I guess I could. Yeah. All right, so I'll do that. And um, I'll, uh, as Uhtred's charging, He'll let out a chase my blade. So that's an 18 on the dice, which is a crit threat for Uhtred, followed up by a natural 20. What was the 18? What was the attack roll total? Uh, 23, because I get a plus two from charging. Got it. Yeah, that totally crits. Nice. Love. All right, this one is called a gut slash. Double damage and 1d4 bleed. And the, and the target cannot swallow whole if it has that ability, which I doubt it does. Yeah, it does not. Nice. But so that's double damage and bleed is fucking awesome. Nine damage oh, yeah. from the scimitar, and you said how much bleed? I got well, that many d4s. I know, it'll go on D4. their turn. Yeah, yeah, it's 1d4. So he'll take two bleed damage on his turn. Okay. Well, it's his turn, so he takes two points of bleed. How'd it taste? You'll find out soon enough. And this thing's going to five foot float backwards. And this time, when it extends its tentacles, a bright red ray of energy shoots out from them. And it needs to make a ranged touch attack onto Uhtred. 22 versus Uhtred's touch AC. Uhtred takes 13 points of fire damage. 
Ah, it's hot. I'm sorry. How many was that? 13. Man, we finally have something dealing fire damage and Thalias isn't here to resist it. <laughs> no! <laughs> Matt, why would you do that to me? <laughs> Holy Dude, shit. I built his fire up so much. He had DR like six or seven on fire. Yep. The red Venadamon is going to follow suit, five foot step floating back, and it's going to uh, it's going to throw some more magic missiles at the Griffin. Griffin takes eleven points of damage, and that is enough to send it back from whence it came. Not not to compound things, but just so everyone's aware, five more damage, whether it's non-lethal or lethal, will knock me unconscious. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. All right, well, it's Yando's turn. He's going to run up 25 feet west, turn, and he's going to send a single arrow at the blue Venadamon that uh, Nick had charged. All right, and he will be using deadly aim. Man, it's 28 to hit, so yeah. Okay, took some decent damage there. Um, Vipira. Vipira is going to... Well, shit. Um... Have room, uh, make it 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Uh, can, can I make it to this corner right here successfully? No. You can make it to that corner. All right. Then in that case, that's uh, my plan. That's what I'm doing. Okay. All right. And uh, coming at it with a claw. So Vipira runs down out of the coffin room into the room with the Vanna Damons. You know what? Winds up. Uh, what? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna actually go invisible and make it to that spot. That's a good call. Yep. Uh, I don't think my claws would be worth it right now. That's all Randolph. right. I'll be the only one in this room. <laughs> <laughs> Again, our frontliners like... Oh, I think I'll just hide. No, I remember the the reason why we had this was so that way I could do my crit dam uh so that way I could do my sneak attack. Randolph. Yeah. So uh see there's nothing left for me in this room, so I'll join the party in the other room. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty five, thirty? Is that how that works? I mean, you can go through Uhtred's space and wind up here. Oh, perfect. And uh oh, Power attack gives me negative AC or some. There's some drawback to it. Yes, it's minus it's a penalty on a, on your attack roll. Oh, it's on the that attack is. roll. Then yeah. I'll power attack. I'm coming in hot. Like I got both hands on my scythe, coming through, running. Yeah. So it's gonna be a minus. Mumbling to myself. It's gonna be a minus two to hit, but a plus six to damage. All right, here we go. You got this, Randolph. Okay, twenty to hit. Twenty will hit. Yes. 15 damage. Nice. And I got Thalias protecting me with his uh, with his shovel shield. <laughs> you see a scythe and a shovel flying at you. You know you're in trouble. <laughs> uh, Rogyar. Okay, Rogyar is going to five foot float above Yando. Uh, gather power to empower a shot at the red guy. Okay. Uh, but that is a 20 to hit. 20 will hit. And that's 42 damage. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Come on, that's not even impressive. He did like 67 <laughs> or whatever. 
<laughs> yeah, but he's just casually dropping nah, these numbers. Sorry. I'm not I'm not even blinking if it's under fifty anymore. <laughs> Jeez. I did fifteen and I was stoked. <laughs> just in a different freaking class. Right. Literally. I, right. I crit and did nine. Yep. <laughs> they definitely felt that. Uh it is now Uhtred's turn. Well, seeing as I'm barely keeping myself up and the healer just ran past me into melee, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to retreat back into J14 behind the wall. Okay. Take a breather. Now, if you, if you had done that first, if we had slightly different order here. Well, I mean, <laughs> the I have five hit points was kind of the... Right. Uh, but charging in to heal you is not nearly as badass as charging in to <laughs> wildly right, swing not. a scythe. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why I don't feel bad about leaving you alone in there. Yeah, that a boy. Don't worry. Thalias uh, has got my shield, so it should be no problem. Okay, it's the Venna Damon's turn. Oh. The blue one is going to defensively cast another magic missile spell. Nah, I interrupt it. You interrupt it, huh? Yeah. Ooh, you do. Yeah. He Sweet. fails his concentration check. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. The red one uh, does know that there is an invisible uh, combatant adjacent to it, so he's not going to just cast his spell thinking himself safe, so he's going to cast defensively as well, uh, targeting Rogyar. That one does not fail. Fuck. Now he's got to make a ranged touch attack. Oh, fuck. 16 versus Rogyar's touch. Motherfucker, you matched it. Ooh. Uh... Rogiar takes 15 points of fire damage. Oh, fire damage again. <laughs> <laughs> and Rogiar falls to the ground unconscious. Oh, boy. Burn is a bitch. Not dying, but unconscious. Man, so Uhtred makes a tactical retreat, goes, okay, time to take my, catch my breath. And then he just, like, I, I picture him, like, like, back to the wall, like, <sighs> and then he, like, looks to the left, and he just sees Rogiar just... Ah, and falls to the ground. Damn. Okay. Uh, so now it's Yando's turn again. And uh, after having Rogyar fall on him, and then uh, <laughs> straight, he straightens back up. He's going to really let loose and uh, try to finish Rogyar's work on red with, uh, with deadly aim. I keep rolling a natural 18 for uh, Yando's first attack. Like, I think that's the third time in a row. Hey, I'll take it. If he keeps yeah. doing damage, he's going to save our fucking ass here. Yeah. Not complaining. It's just, I'm just, I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it. That's why he's got his, his fucking fan club, by the way. <laughs> he misses on his second attack. He does not seem to have done a whole lot of damage after DR with that one, but it is now Vipira's turn. Uh, Vipira gonna claw claw. Okay. And the first one is sneak attack. Yep. God oh damn it, Vipira. <laughs> my god. You can't help yourself, child. <laughs> Not being able to hear is really throwing Vipira off. Oh. Is that Vipira's third natural one in yeah. this combat? Alright. Uh, god. Alright, so natural one... With the confirmation of 19. 19 will confirm. No, are you kidding? Oh, no. All right, here we go. This is called <laughs> Vipira performs a whirlwind of shame. 
<laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? So that, was that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> How is this any different than our normal? So this attack deals damage to all targets adjacent to you except the original target. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. So you just lucked out. <laughs> Again. Yep. Never punish. The kid learns nothing. <laughs> I learned nothing. Next uh, next attack, 14. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. Uh, Randolph, you're up. All right. Um, Doesn't even dignify that 14 with a response. <laughs> so uh, after Randolph's last swing, he, uh, see, he sees out of the corner of his eye Rogar fall down. And hears Uhtred run out of the out of the room. <laughs> takes takes a quick look around as a free action, and realizes he's the last man standing. No, well, Vipira would have reappeared with her. Uh, the last with her man standing. Whirlwind oh, sorry, of shame. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, her whirlwind of reappears. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna full attack, power attack this uh this blue boy here do it so you're one attack well yeah one attack full attack it's, it's, it's gonna really feel like a full attack you know? <laughs> totally 19 19 will not hit Fuck! i'm generally worried we're gonna tpk here guys wait our wait, wait, wait our wait, healer wait. just decided in the middle of this that he's a melee brawler he doesn't have any well, heals left <laughs> i have, he have, I have a wand? one i have one single heal left does he have he a does. wand in the bead he does have a wand, and he does have the bead. That's true. All right. Well, I think my next play is to swing again. Rogar, Dude, but you I was... No, no, you swing that side. <laughs> well, you know, he connected, felt good about it, looks around. It's like, all right, I'm their last hope. Swing again, doesn't connect. Maybe maybe he's thinking differently now. Ro uh, okay, Rogar's <laughs> just unconscious. He's not yep. dying. Uh, Uhtred. Okay, I will... Move up to here. And I'm going to cast an acid splash on the red one. Okay. Oh, man. I totally forgot about the curse. That's a 14. And he's in melee. So it's a 10. Yeah, that was a terrible decision on my part. 10's not going to hit. Venna Damon's turn. Nick, you want to roll bleed again for the blue one? Oh, yeah. Three. Bleed him dry. I think they're going to just defensively cast magic missiles. Nope. Onto Vipira and onto Randolph. So we'll do blue first for his defensive casting. I smack that bitch up. He succeeds. Hmm. And red. Uh, well, that's a natural 20, so that succeeds. Hey, at least it was on that. Yep. Randolph, you take 11 points of damage. Oh, boy. Vipira, you take 12 points of damage. And it's Yando's turn. He's gonna he's gonna full attack on on red again, deadly aim. Uh, or does he? Because Yando's got a dagger too, so I'm wondering if he thinks it'd be a better play to throw himself in there and give Vipira like a flank buddy. For the the master bowman, it's probably better if he's just pump, trying to pump damage. Yeah. And to be fair, he's he seems like the entire time we've known him, like he wants to use the bow whenever possible. Like he only gets into melee if he has no way to get away to use the bow. That is definitely his preference. Uh, but he's uh, he's just seeing how dire the situation is right now. Trust in Yendo, yep. I believe. Whatever he thinks is good. 
Alright, he's gonna he's gonna full attack with his longbow. Natural two. Natural twenty. Yeah. Yeah, confirm that bitch. Natural twenty. Oh uh-uh. roll uh-uh. to kill. Come on, instant kill. kill. World's kill, world's kill. Natural seven. Oh. So, but we still got a crit. We got a that piercing a crit. crit. Alright, so this is a chipped bone. Yendo deals double damage, so that's times three with the longbow. And one dex damage. Okay. okay. He deals 29 damage. Oh, Yando. Okay, so that does kill red. Oh, my God. Good boy, Yando. Oh, yeah, I got him. About fucking time. Uh, Vipira. Vipira is going to go invisible and move into this spot uh, right into the corner here. Okay. Just going to circle all the way around. Maybe uh, whisper into uh, Randolph's ear on her way over. Get a fucking flanking position (laughs) for Elias. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Randolph. All right. Uh, Not one to ignore good advice, unlike some of my other um, people in my brain. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to take a five foot step Leave Rogyar on the ground And finish the job Hell yeah <laughs> That one's got so much health left <laughs> yeah. The red one Rogyar threw a 50 pointer almost on Power it. attack <laughs> Oh no Disaster uh, 14 14 is going to miss Okay uh, Okay. Um, just uh, just to flavor that, there's uh, there's some dialogue going on in uh, old Randolph's head right now that's uh, sort of conflicting as to how this is going. <laughs> Thalys is in there going, "Don't flank, it'll be funny." <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I have I have to protect everyone. It's just me in here. Like, no, she, Vipira's over there. Like, no, it's just me. Oh, oh, you're right. Uh, but I don't feel too good. But I have to. <laughs> this is a very conflicted man. <laughs> Uh, Uhtred. Oh, boy. Uh, I guess I'm just going to charge at it again. Okay. This was a fun campaign while it lasted. <laughs> <laughs> it's a natural 20 on the dice. So then that would only be a 15 to confirm. Well, it'll be a 17 with a charge, but yeah, that uh, yeah, doesn't confirm. Dang close. All right. Uh, so that's going to be... Seven. Uh, do you get do you get extra damage for charging or just attack? No, just the bonus on attack rolls. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's gonna be seven damage for my magical scimitar. Okay. You feel most of that get absorbed by DR. Oh my gosh. Savannah Damon's turn. He's not gonna just sit tight in this uh, super compromising position that he's in. So he's gonna take a five foot step northwest. He's gonna defensively cast magic missiles. He's still within my range, right? I can totally interrupt the shit out of this guy. Not if he successfully casts defensively. <laughs> yeah, I know, but does he? Yes, he does. Ah! He can see that Uhtred's uh, on his last leg, and Uhtred just hit him. So he's going to aim that at Uhtred. Uh-huh. Uhtred takes nine points of damage. He's probably fine. No, I'm unconscious. I told you oh, I right. had five left. Right. Well, the other one. So you took what, like five non-lethal and four lethal yeah, from that? Four, four lethal. I'm not dying, but I am unconscious. So I'm sure he won't kill our healer at any point. Yeah. Yando's turn. Maybe he's got another crit in him. Okay, first shot is a miss. Second shot is a miss. 
just when we needed him the most. Well, I'd say last round is when you needed him the most, and he took out one of the Venadamons. Just when hey, we needed him the second you're only as good as your last most. round. Okay. <laughs> the crowd is fickle. They're all, what have you done for me lately? Nailed it. <laughs> Vipira, you're up. Uh, is gonna run back to Rogiar simultaneously, taking out a Cure Moderate Wounds, and... A potion? Yep. And hopefully be able to just shove it into his mouth. Man, I'm glad Uhtred's unconscious right now. <laughs> Rogiar takes any damage, and then everyone's like, heal him, heal him, heal him! <laughs> Uhtred's like, please, just a sip! <laughs> Please just a sip. May I have a spot of heels? Okay, so it is a full round action to administer a potion to an unconscious creature. So you can you can get there with the potion, but then it's gonna take till next round to to use it on me. Yep, and uh, that's what's happening. Okay, Randolph. Okay, things are things are not good. Since that guy, check this out. You ready for this? Since that guy took a five-foot step away from me, I'm going to take a five-foot step away from him. And I'm going to fumble with my bead and totally beat up Uhtred. Okay. Come on, Thalias and Thalias' god. I need you. Okay. Not great. 17. So Uhtred heals 17 lethal and 17 non-lethal damage. Yep. It's going to bring you back uh, yeah. quite a bit, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's going to be almost full, uh, only because Uhtred doesn't have a lot of hit points to begin with. Yeah. Okay. Uhtred, it's your turn. You are currently prone. Uh, the shield took uh, 22 damage. Okay. If I stand up, it's going to provoke. Yeah. Yeah. Although we haven't seen this thing physically attack. I don't I don't know if that matters. Yeah. I don't think we have. I was I mean everything we know seems to be that these guys are more magic focused. I'm sure they have like natural attacks, but it, it seems like that's their less lethal ability. Uh can you retrieve like I retrieve a scroll and cast it while I was on the ground? Yeah. Uh using a scroll does provoke an attack opportunity. Oh does it? But not? do these guys have natural attacks? We still don't know. <laughs> Alright, I guess I'll just stand up. Let's, let's find out. Provoke! Everybody wants to know. He's gonna he's gonna smack you upside the head with one of his tentacles. That's a fourteen to hit. Nope. Okay. You stand up. And that's a move action. Yes. All right. I guess I'll swing my scimitar again. So minus four is a real kick in the nuts. It yeah, really it is. is. Like the fact that it's just yeah, it's there until you can find uh, the magic to remove it. That's a seven. Seven with my right. penalty. Um, okay, uh, it's Damon's turn. He's going to divert his attention to Yando. Perfect! Uh, first he's gonna five foot step north, so he's out of Randolph's range, and he's gonna defensively cast a Scorching Ray. Oh, but he's still in Uhtred's range. He is. Yeah, but these are low-level spells, like, you got lucky on that first one. Completely lucky. Yeah, 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 but... Will he pass this one? Yes. He totally passed that one. Okay. Pretty wimpy damage roll. Uh, There's a a grazing blow to uh, Yando's left shoulder. Uh, And Yando, it's Yando's turn. He's going to return fire. Natural 18. Yeah. 
and then an 18 total, which will not hit. And this is with uh, power, uh, with uh, deadly aim. All right, slowly ticking away on this thing. Vipira. Clear. And I just shove it into his mouth, break the glass in his jaw. Oh, just fuck. work his jaw up and down, make him <laughs> chew on the glass. Uh, just by just the way, take a couple more points of damage, and here's a bunch of healing. <laughs> it's a it's a cure light wound, not a not a cure moderate like I originally thought. Okay. Oh uh, well, then there's a one. significant chance this will not wake me up. Oh god. Oh my god. It's one d8, right? One d8 plus one. And a five. Uh, yeah, no, Rogiar is not awake. Wow. If you if you looked disheartening up in the dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like when she said cure moderate, I was like, oh, that's gonna do it fine. And then it's like, oh, by the way, it's yeah. only a cure light. Oh well, fuck. Yeah. Like, that's not gonna do it. Like yeah. you, you literally needed to like max roll that. <laughs> okay, it's Randolph's turn. Boy, this uh, this sucks. So Uhtred's looking pretty good? Yeah, yeah, he's looking much better. Alright, well I'm not looking good, and if I go unconscious I feel like we lose, yeah, so... Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna heal myself with a cure light wounds. Okay. Come on, internal struggles, big heals. Yes! 13! Oh my god, max roll. Nice. Randolph and Thalias, you guys are a great team. Doubled my hit points. <laughs> All right, we in it now, boys. We in it. Hell and yeah. I'm flanking. Here we go. Uhtred, you're up. As a free action, I give Uhtred the nod. You know what I mean? Uhtred is going to cast defensively. Okay. With a 17, which for a first level spell meets it. Okay. And he's going to cast a chill touch. And then he's going to deliver it, try to deliver it on the blue guy, the only guy left. Okay. Oh, that's terrible. I'm going to use my hero point to reroll that. Yes. All right. Uh, I don't think it's enough. It's going to be a 17 to hit. Not going to be enough. You guys are like just running on fumes trying to take this last guy down. Okay. He's uh, the Venadamon's up. And he's gonna send another scorching ray at Yando. Yando's good for it. Don't worry about it. He passes his concentration check. I think he might have missed with the spell, though. Dodge and weave, Yando. Dodge and weave. <laughs> he indeed did miss. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yando just kind of like bends, like bends straight down at the at like the waist. So he's like parallel with the floor for a second it just goes right over his head then he straightens back up bowstring already drawn and foom, foom, that's a hit and a miss oh man not a lot of damage vipira Vipira's not certain about this entire situation it just it just is a massive roller coaster Vip- i bet if vipira managed to not get a natural one on an attack roll it might turn things around. Vipira's gonna make her movement in the northeast, threatening northeast of uh, this uh, daemon. Okay. And she gonna claw. Alright, does a 18 hit? Uh, versus his flat-footed AC, yes. Oh, shit. 
All right, uh, 23 damage. There we go. All right. Vipira runs up and gets gets this guy real good with her claws, and he's looking pretty bad. It's Randolph's turn. Sounds like he needs to be put down like the dog he is. And Randolph, reinvigorated with his uh, 26 HP, is just the man for the job. He takes a full swing with his scythe and absolutely lets her rip, Beyblade style. But what he should have been doing is swinging it like a scythe, not like a Beyblade. <laughs> 16. 16. I'm sorry. does not hit. It was, I meant to power attack anyway, so 14. 14. <laughs> Which extra doesn't hit. Exactly. Uh, the conflicted it's... man is continues to be extremely conflicted <laughs> with the... Oh, yeah, I'm going to take him down. I'm going to try and hit him again with my cold touch through my scimitar. Okay. That's a natural 20. Okay. So I'm going to need a crit card. What's the confirmation? confirmation? Oh, sorry. Uh, It's a 22. 22 will confirm. Okay. This one's called fingertipped. So uh, normal damage. And one dex damage, and the target cannot use one hand until healed. And what about the magic option? Oh, I forget about the magic. You're right. The magic one is called Eye Burn. Normal damage, and the target is blinded for 1d4 rounds, negated by a fortitude save. Do you need both hands to cast spells? You don't, right? No. No, you don't. But not being able to see what you were trying to hit. Yeah, let's go with the blind. All right, so it needs okay. to make a DC 24 fortitude save. Uh, hold on. There's also some other saves he's got to roll because chill touch uh, is one 1d6 of negative energy, and then the creature also takes one point of strength damage unless it makes a successful fortitude saving throw. Okay. So, so two fort so, saves. Now, hold on. Back up one second. Uh, so what damage did Utra do with the scimitar? He did three with the scimitar. Okay. Uh, and it was a four for the negative energy damage. Okay. Well, the number of hit points this thing had left was one. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> wow. BM the shit out of him. So Utra one final desperate swing and a sizzling pop from the magic in his sword, the final Vanadamon is vanquished. We did it, boys. We're the greatest. <laughs> so, when Tom played HP game and he said 50. Well, this is a 55. 51. Oh, <laughs> God. Funny. I thought it was a good guess. He was off by fucking one. Wow. Yeah. All right. So, what do you do? Uh, heal Rogar. <laughs> okay. Uh, Rush over to him. I'll detect magic in J15 while heal- heals are being administered. Okay. My literally last heal, cure moderate. Literally not your last heal. I have more heals. You have a wand. Oh, my wand. And you had a cure moderate you were holding out on? Well, I didn't want to use it on myself. I want to use it on someone who's good. Rogar's <laughs> well, <laughs> been unconscious for how long? Four rounds? He's on the other side of the room. What am I going to get over there and... And heal him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, God forbid the healer wants to be out of melee. All right, all right. Listen, I had a plus four shield, all right? I could have taken a hit. 
In fact, I took a couple of those, uh, whatcha call them? Anyways, I healed 12 for Rogyar. Okay. My it's, boy! Yeah, you, you give Rogyar a little heal, and he just immediately, like, pops up like the fucking Undertaker with his, with his hand outstretched, like, where are they? Where are they? <laughs> no, it's, it's all right, Rogyar. It's not all right. What? They're, <laughs> we handled them, barely. Oh, it looks like they're gone. For now. How are you feeling? How's everyone doing? Oh, right. Yeah. Rogyar's death. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got him. my mouth moving. Yeah. I was like, it's, it sounds like Matt's not really getting the picture. Oh, right. <laughs> Looks like you're not getting the picture. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that okay, was so a close one. Uhtred, you detect two magical auras. One is inside the easternmost coffin in this room, and another is inside the southwesternmost coffin. Uh, Vi- Viper backs out crap. of the room real quick. <laughs> How? <laughs> she can, she knows there's magic in there from my detect magic? She it, probably would see Uhtred. Uh, if she sees you snooping around, uh, she's going to back out. She's not doing good on health. She's also the one of us best equipped to figure right, out if those are trapped or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna roll two spellcraft checks. Mm-hmm. Uh, eighteen and a twenty-two. Okay, you uh, the the first one, you you don't really get an impression of what it could be, but the second one, twenty-two also fails. Alrighty. Uh. What's the role for like trying to see? Is it just perception to see if it could be trapped? Yeah. All right. I guess I'll give you two of those. They suck at those. Yep. <laughs> I told you. I told you. So it's a natural one for a three and an 11. You are detecting no traps. I'm going to open up the one that's in front of me. Okay. Amid the Carefully. Very carefully. <laughs> yeah. There's just kind of like a smattering of bones from a uh, decaying skeleton and mixed in with that you see a belt uh, I very carefully reach <laughs> in pick it up Nothing if you say happens. carefully that means you won't trigger the trap yes. we all know this <laughs> yes. thank you for translating let's see it says here they set off the trap unless, unless. they do it carefully <laughs> everyone knows Everyone knows traps don't function if you look at them and go, I know you're a trap. <laughs> yep. Yeah, nothing bad happens. All right, then I'm going to walk over to... What, what are these chests or sar- more sar- sarcophagus? They're coffins, yeah. Coffins. I'm going to go to the other one and open it up, too. Okay. Carefully. Carefully. Okay. <laughs> In that case, nothing bad seems to happen when you open it. Perfect. Amid the cluster of bones, you see another belt. Okay. And that was this one and this one. I want to I wanna open up the remaining three. Okay. Carefully, for each of them. Carefully. One of them has a boxing glove on a spring, but... But it misses the rest. Me. It misses you because you did it carefully. Okay. Yeah, no, it's, it just looks like, you know, the, the remains of centuries-old uh, dead bodies in each of them, uh, but you don't find any belts or other uh, distinguishable items okay and we we didn't we never saw this room on our boneyard trip through the tomb right 
Make an intelligence check. <laughs> I should be good at these. What the fuck? Uh, you roll shit on the dice. I take minus four on ability checks too, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that's a five. Yeah, you're positive that uh, the room you woke up in only had one exit. Yeah, that's what I thought. I didn't roll a four on my memory. You just got to make sure you roll carefully next time. <laughs> See, I didn't say it. Yep. <laughs> um. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, damn. So I'm, I'm looking at the, uh, the misfortune curse that you have. The minus four penalty is on attack rolls, saving throws, and skill checks. So ability checks do not take that penalty. Hey, oh, okay. there's good news. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's still a nine, so but good to know. Right. All right, cool. I'm gonna bring the two belts back up to the group. What and, uh, What has everybody up here been doing? Because that probably would have taken Uhtred like a few minutes. I'm the new guy, so I'm not doing shit. Right. Tending to Rogyar, and then yeah. if someone tells me to do something, I'll do it. But otherwise, I'm just happy to be alive. And everyone, uh, this is like one of my first real big threatening fights with the yeah. group here this this was not uh this was not great for me it's like flashbacks to the dead road yendo's gonna turn to you randolph because rogyar and viper are just they're they're still doing their yeah, yeah I, I imagine rogyar and viper are just like yelling back and forth at each other accomplishing just nothing <laughs> incohesive like i feel like i feel like eventually they would have gotten the fucking hint that they can't hear anything and then like maybe we should you know be quiet but well, it's not more... my characters yeah no <laughs> Vipera is like trying to figure it out so Yando would turn to uh, Randolph and he just kind of shakes his head he's like we're in rough shape mate yeah, yeah I would say so real rough not even close We'll never survive this. As a team, we can make it. Well, as a, I I agree. We need to do this as a team. But man, I can't believe I'm about to say this. But don't you I I think we might need to take. I think we might need to go back up top and try again tomorrow. Oh, do you think? Of course, that's true. Yes. Well, I don't know. Yes. Yes. Rogi- we should rest. Rogia can't hear. Vipira can't hear. And despite my healing, Rogar's still looking pretty dead. He's fine. No, he's pretty dead. Yeah. Yeah, Nyendo looks over at uh, Uhtred. He's like, Uhtred, well, he looks like you patched him up real good, actually. But, oh, yeah, I think I think we, that, might be the, that might be the play. As much as I yes. hate the idea of waiting another fucking day to get through this thing. We're in no condition to fight. All right, so at this point, Uhtred would have uh, come back into uh, the sarcophagus room, the room you all woke up in, in book one, with two belts. Randolph, do you have any idea what kind of magic is coming off of these two belts? Hmm, yes. I can sense the magic. Let me take a closer look. 25 spellcraft. Attaboy. Okay, give me a second one. And a tenor. You identify... The first belt is a belt of incredible dexterity, plus four. <laughs> Holy fuck, really? Yeah. Oh, this belt has incredible power. Yes, no, incredible it's dexterity. A... <laughs> dexterity! Power. Let him roleplay. <laughs> yes, yes. This would be well served on a nimbly bimbly 
everybody but Randolph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this one, I don't know what this one is. No. Yeah. No, it's not the same belt. I hold them up next to each other, seeing if they're the same. And this one is not a belt of great power. Well, it could be. No. I, I just don't know enough about this one. It'd be a damn good belt to give to literally everybody but Randolph. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would be good for Randolph, too, but like it doesn't yep. synchronize as well as it does for everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everybody else's ro- decks to hit. Yeah. I'm willing well, to do a roll off here. It sounds yeah. like everybody's kind of like wanting their hands on this. Well, I was about to say, like, I'm I don't need it because I have a belt of con plus two and that ion stone of dex plus two. Oh, so yeah. like so like it to me it feels like that that belt is at best a lateral move. Well I'm about to roll the D twenty here. Alright. I'll roll. You got the ring. So Alright. <laughs> nice. Wall. I win it with a nine. Okay. Uchard's putting the belt on, and Yando's kind of like bouncing on the balls. Sulking of his in feet. the corner. <laughs> no, he's he's like bouncing on the balls of his feet. Like, all right, maybe uh, maybe we should regroup up top. What do you all think? Uchard will look around. We look pretty ragged right now. Yeah, uh, and Yando will kind of like. Wave, wave his hands at uh, Rogue Yar and Viper getting their attention, and he's just kind of like pointing up. It is we a ne- nice day out. Fuck you, Vipira. And he kind of like you've been wanting to say that for a few days now. <laughs> <haven't you? laughs> oh, that felt good. No, he's he's just like no, and he uh, he like points back where we came from, and then back up again. And then Come on, he like let's just start heading up. He they'll, puts they'll get the picture. He puts two hands next to his ear and like tilts his head like it's a pillow. Yeah, all right. And he just follows Utrid, hoping that uh Vipira and Rogyar will follow. Oh, Rogyar's a Rogyar's being a little balloon for Utrid again, so if Utrid's going up, Rogyar's going with him. Okay, so uh you guys go topside. Yeah, as we're walking back, I uh I say, Hey, you know, what what is beyond that room we were in? Do, do we have any idea what we're going into tomorrow? No, actually, I was a little confused when we were in that room. I, we definitely didn't see it the last time we were in the tomb. The, the last time you were in the tomb? Yeah, and when we went through in the boneyard. Remember, I just told you like an hour and a half ago. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, of course. I don't remember. Yeah, but... The room with the sarcophaguses that we woke up in was... That was it. That was the last room. There was no other way out other than what we've already come through. But we know there's more room after that. Yeah, it it looks like there is. I'm just wondering. Maybe if we somehow scouted the room. Not going in it! No, no. That would be far too dangerous. But if we were able to get some sense of what we'd be up against tomorrow, maybe that would... Well, I know I, I'd certainly be more comfortable. Usher stops walking. Yendo, hold up a second. It's not, not a terrible idea. Well, I, I'm certainly not one that's good for scouting. That's that's usually my peers' department, but I, she's kind of deaf right now. Yendo approaches Vipira. He he stops her from continuing, and he he says, "I I I've kind of got a knack for it," and he uh. 
He kind of like pantomimes borrowing Vipira's ring. <laughs> She's not going to be cool with that. Vipira, pressed for hearing, kind of hands it over without like, you know, knowing what he wants with it. Here? He, he takes it and uh, he, he he mouths as, it, like he, he speaks, but he like really exaggerates his mouth movements. He's, I'll bring it right back. And he slips the ring on and he turns invisible. So uh, yeah, Yando, uh, he travels, he travels south. You can just kind of, you can hear him very quietly, like patting him, patting his way. Well, I, I think we, I would go back. Uchi would go back to J15 at least. Okay. Like if shit goes wrong, I don't want to be like J11 or J10. And you've got your rogue balloon. <laughs> so I would assume that probably we would all go back to J15 then. Okay, so about five minutes pass, and uh, Yando reappears in J15, and promptly, and he like he's like right next to Vipira, and he, ha- like hands, he he holds his hand out to give her the ring back. Oh, I get it now. You just wanted it to be stealthy. He he gives <laughs> he gives you a big wink and a thumbs up, and uh, then he turns back to Randolph and Uhtred. And he says, well, there's uh, there's another room directly to our south, and it just looks like it's the other half of that room we fought that that fucker of a skeleton in that uh, could move through the, the ground and uh, turn everything into mud. Didn't really see anything uh, that jumped out in that room, but uh, then to, to your right, after you enter that room, there's a good-sized room that's got like a single, like a single uh, sarcophagus in it. I didn't, uh, I didn't fuck with it though. Probably smart. But if you if you go straight ahead after you enter this this room right in front of us, it leads to uh, if I didn't know any better, I'd say it was some sort of stable. But I didn't, I didn't see any any horses or anything. And then it seems like it just ends there. But then uh, the 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 ceiling in that room uh, it it it's uh it's fallen away a little bit and it looks like we might be able to uh to climb up i don't know i remember there was a a bit of the the floor above us that was uh cut off from uh fallen rock maybe we can get there from the climbing up that that hole in that room but that that's as far as i went you didn't see Anything else living in any of those rooms? That's all I saw. There's no no critters. I didn't hear anything, but that's uh yeah that's 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 everything I saw. But I, I, I suppose I don't know. Maybe I it's not possible. It's not impossible that I missed something. But yeah, that's that's all. That's all Yando saw. And there's no telling hopefully, what's up that what's up that hole. Hopefully, there's still nothing in those rooms tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, you said it. I guess head out? Okay. Sounds good. It was a long shot, but better that we tried than coming down here and, you know, just beyond there being some catastrophe waiting for us. Or treasure. Sure. Or treasure. I mean, I kind of was debating that, like, there could be items in there that we need, but there could also still be things that are going to end up in those rooms that hurt us, and... Those items will be there tomorrow? Presumably. So, 
Unless anyone's dying to go check for those items that could be in those rooms that we don't know mm-hmm. what they could be. I think Uchard would start heading back out now. He's kind of debating whether or not we should just hunker down for like eight hours in the tomb. Uh, I don't like this tomb one bit. Well, right now, if what Yando scouted was correct, then there's like three more rooms on this level. They seem to be empty. We've cleared everything behind us, and as far as we're aware, there's no other way to get in here. How much more HP, I mean, how much more uh, healings do we have? I think it's just whatever's left on that wand that yeah. Randolph yeah. has. Like there's seven charges on it. Yeah, my parrot's not feeling good at all. I mean, like, yeah. if we went back <laughs> to, like, J5 and just hunkered down there for eight hours, right? Like... You guys are the ones who have been around here. The you know I really just got to this plane, so uh, y- you're. We could even go. I'm to, going wherever you're going. Go to J three, and we have one solid focal point. Hmm. I mean, I know my initial thought was like J nine, J ten, because we have a clear shot at the stairs if something just tries coming in that way, and anything coming at us from the north has to deal with all of the mud in J eleven that will slow them down. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, also, all right, if we did that, could we put the alarm stone, like, on something on the stairs? So anything that comes down that has to knock it over and trigger it? Well, I think the alarm stone is can be set, like, it's not just on a door, I believe. I know it's not just on a door. I'm just worried if we say, oh, we put it on the stairs, he'll be like, well, they, you know, can step over it. I think... Right, I'm, I'm just saying, I think that would still trigger it. I think... The stone has to be touched, or an object the stone is touching has to be touched. Right. Which, so, in this case, would not incorporate the entire staircase. Um, right. Hold on, I got it, it right here. Be um, like the actual stair that we put it on or something. See? And then you can step over that one stair. Yeah, it fixes itself to any object if that object is touched thereafter by anyone who does not first speak that same command word. And it's a screech. You could also just put it on the door that separates J7 and J8. We got to put it on something that we can put on the stairs that's hard right. to get around. You could I, like I, put, I, it, put it on like a backpack and put the backpack on the stairs. Yeah, that way... something like that. Maybe not a backpack. Maybe like that breastplate or suit of armor or something that I don't want to lose a whole backpack. I kind of like this. Sounds like a solid idea. I will say Rogier is probably not too keen on sleeping in the tomb. But yeah, I don't, I don't think he's also less sleep rest. Right. Well, I'm just saying, like, he's also less keen on having to go back out and then work up the nerve to go in for a <laughs> fourth time. <laughs> right. Like, we're, we're here. Let's just be in it. Yeah, exactly. Let's just fucking deal with it. Instead of putting another band aid on that you have to rip off again in order to go back into the tomb. <laughs> exactly. So, is that what you guys do? You hunker down and. J9, the room with the defaced carving, and uh, hook up the stone of alarm on the the stairs somewhere. And obviously, well, Joe, Tom, you have any input? No, I mean, I'm following you guys, man. This this place sucks. I'm just as long as we're together and you know we're all cognizant that we could die at any moment down here. I mean, the as far as I know, it's not much better out there. So I mean, I see the merit in it, and. uh, we just gotta hope we survive. Yeah. Um. I I even imagine like 
two hours down the line, like, any battle that Vipira would normally have with this uh, is kind of, like, long lost, considering it it's already happening in front of her, you know? Then, uh, Uchard will take last shift. Uh, I guess Rogar will take second. Uh, I'll take first. Okay. I do have dark vision, so I'm not super worried on... Yeah. I, look, I look at Randolph overall. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Randolph should Rand probably take first watch with Vipera since he can hear. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. That's a good that idea. Like good. I, I Actually, hold hear. on. Yeah, I can hear too. Yeah. I can't. It's only well, two hours. Yeah, uh, once... yeah, no, that's a fair point. Yeah, but that's so, going to be two hours like of your watch that you're deaf. Oh, because you're for your first watch. Right. Yeah. Uh, wait, what time is it in the morning? Because I feel like we, like... It I'll tell you this, Randolph is not, <laughs> he's not going to go to sleep like, oh, okay, we're going to hunker down here, yeah, okay, see you guys later. <sighs> he's, yeah. he's spooked. Yeah. He is, he's fucking spooked. And as far as what Randolph time of day. Randolph will definitely take, yeah. As far as what time of day it is, I feel like that just doesn't matter at this point. Like, you guys can just hunker down for eight hours and it's like noon, yeah. like that's. Yeah, it's like, we can't see the sun out here anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or we can't so, tell what time of day it is. We couldn't see the sun outside either. Right. I mean, if that's <laughs> Randolph, Randolph will be uh, on shift with you. That that would make him personally, you know, more at ease sure. with the whole situation. That's fine. I'm just more or less, I, I really wouldn't have it at the point of, like, we're setting things up and we're, uh, you know, getting ready to hunker down. We're not, like, communicating anything. We're just going straight to bed. Yeah, nobody's saying What that. else is there to do? No, I'm, like just seems like two hours is negligible in order to make sure that everybody has their hearing back kind of thing. Well, what does everybody right. want to do? I'll, I'll take last watch. <laughs> yeah. No, I like Tom. Tom. Is, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I guess like if everybody is just like going to sleep. All right. I guess we're. I feel like this entire problem can be removed if a non-deaf person takes first watch. Yeah, Randall said he would do it with Vipira. Okay. And, like, as as Randolph is like, I'll stay up for first watch with Vipira, uh, like, right at that same time, Yana was like, I'll stay on watch with the Vipira. Oh. Uh, <laughs> all right. I guess I'll uh, I'll, I'll take uh, second watch with uh, with Rogia then. He seems a little upset. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, if you want... If you want to stay uh, first watch, that's that's fine with me. I just want to make sure that uh, we got our bases covered. No, 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 no. It's, it's uncharted territory. It's, it's fine. It's fine. I can <laughs> tell you still it's pretty wired. Well, all right. As long as it's all right and we're all agreeing here. Yeah, it's all right. It's fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Wait, is he pulling a fucking Randolph on Randolph? <laughs> it's contagious. Wow. Love it. Hate it. Okay, so uh, that's the plan. That's the plan. We'll execute the plan next week on the Inspired right. Competence Podcast. Oh my oh, god! Well, see you. And everybody levels up. See ya. Woo! No what? way! No way. Oh, shit. In there. Yeah, I gotta look into that. Slip there, right in there. See ya. Oh. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>